Welcome to the Mental Health and Faith, a Closer Look podcast and YouTube show. I'm Carolyn Cooper, and here I hope you will find encouragement for life in this complicated world as we talk about mental health, wellness, our recovery journeys, and living as a Christian with a mental illness, as well as other topics. And I always welcome your comments, questions, and even suggestions for improvement or for additional topics that you'd like to hear. My contact information is in the show notes. So thank you so much for being here and enjoy the episode. Hi, this is Carolyn Cooper, and I am thrilled to be here today with a fellow Christian author. This is Patricia Plum, and she is the founder and president of the Shepherd's Touch Ministry. She is also a storyteller, and today we are going to be encouraged by the stories she's going to share us. And she also is an educator, and, ha- and a lot of what she's going to share today is going to help all of us learn some new skills. We are going to talk about Patricia's books mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the podcast, so please hang on because mm-hmm. you want to hear all about that. Mm-hmm. And I will have information in the show notes mm-hmm. so that you can go out and, and buy it and take advantage of some of the wisdom Mm -hmm. she's sharing today. Patricia, why don't you tell us about the Shepherd's Touch and Mm -hmm. some of the different activities that you do? Sure. Well, I began the Shepherd's Touch ministry back in 2018 at a request of a dear friend of mine and who had just said that he had seen me uh, get a chance to be able to share in workshops and training for people as to life lessons. And he said to me specifically, he said, Patricia, whenever you teach or speak, that you really do speak life into people. Oh, yes, That's beautiful. So it, it um, began a journey of the Shepherd's Touch ministry, which is really on my heart. And it's a mission to bring God's message of love, grace, and forgiveness mm. to his people and mm. those that have not felt his touch. That's my heart. The world needs that. Yes, it does. Yes, and we all need it. Mm-hmm. And no matter what our life has been like and our journey, even if we're really close to the Lord, we still need those special messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know, I, I know. Yes. <laughs> and I, I just, I go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I get excited. <laughs> Getting excited, you know what? Yeah. We should be excited in the Lord and what mm-hmm. he is doing in our lives. And he uses us. He uses mm-hmm. that excitement and that passion that we mm-hmm. have. He uses that to reach out to people. Yes. And you're mm-hmm. doing that today yes. on this podcast. I know. And I'm thrilled. Yeah. So good. So yes. what is something that you would like the listeners, the watchers, mm-hmm. what is it that you would like the audience to know? Yes. Well, one of the things, you know, you bring up about passion. Mm -hmm. So I've got to just tell you, I used to do corporate leadership training for Mm -hmm. Sprint. And I also have my own Plum Leadership Consulting. So I Mm -hmm. also continue to to teach on leadership and coaching, et cetera. But they all know that they would always say, every single one would say, you know, you have just such a passion for this. And Mm -hmm. it's true Mm -hmm. because my heart is that people understand each other. That that is, and that to me is a part of what God wants us to do, is to look for ways beyond sometimes the behavior and the misbehavior that that is, is, and to look at the softer part of people, the part where people sometimes have been wounded or hurt, 
and they don't really know how to express it. Mm -hmm. And they do it sometimes in inappropriate ways. And so we have to look for, for ways that we want to protect ourselves and others. That was very always first important. Mm -hmm. But then secondly is to look for ways to really minister to these people. One of the ministry activities that you do, mm -hmm. you were going to tell a story about it. Yes. I want to hear what that is. Yes, and I love to tell stories. I love to hear stories. Okay, so tell us so, a story, Patricia. Okay. Well, at one time, I worked with Children's Mercy Hospital for about six years because my background is in uh, psychology. I have multiple degrees in psychology and education and marriage and family and child counseling. And so uh, one of the sessions, I had a, a father who had come, and he was a patrolman. So by, by day or even by profession, but he had a daughter that had become overweight mm -hmm. and was very quiet. And, and so we talked about what feelings and he said, feelings, what are feelings? You know? <laughs> and, and, and the reality was he came to understand that in his profession, he had to put his feelings on the side for him to be able to really go through some of the horrific things that he would see mm -hmm. and that would really touch his heart because he had a soft heart like most people do underneath mm -hmm. that have a heart for service. And so then at that point, he came to realize that he had to compartmentalize those experiences. And then when he came home to be with his daughter, to be able to, to be willing to, to listen to her feelings, so that she didn't have to stuff them by eating as much, but by mm. talking about them. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was very, very insightful for him. And he came to that conclusion himself. And that's what I love to do. Mm. I present on different topics. I ask different questions for people to get a chance to really allow the Holy Spirit to work through them and to, to bring them knowledge of what, they, what pertains to them. So when I... What I think is beautiful about this story and the way you shared it is you said that he figured that out himself. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if someone mm -hmm. is in a situation where someone in their life is having an issue of some kind, right? maybe one thing to do is to take a step back mm -hmm. and look at it in a different way mm -hmm. because that's what he had to do. He had to take a step back and look at it from her perspective and the emotional side of things, which was not something he typically did, right? Right. But if yes. we continue this one, so one of the things that I also do is I train people on how to really listen to be able to prevent conflict or to resolve conflict. Mm. Okay. So, so, and that can be in the business world, families, home, whatnot. So one of the things that, that I teach is the importance of truly listening to understand. That's what I call it, listening to understand. Okay. So we don't just give it, give it a superficial note, but we really seek to say, okay, what is this person really trying to tell me? We put our own agenda aside. Okay. Because what we want to do is to seek to understand. And God tells that in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And Stephen Covey does too, though, and, and talks about seeking first to understand the other person before okay. being understood. And so, and God calls us to love the other. So one way to do that is to say, okay, I, I want to hear more. You know, I, I can tell that there's, there's something going on, so tell me more. Mm -hmm. And then when they share it, though, it's really important to be safe, to be a safe person 
to not be critical of them, to not necessarily give them direction if they're not looking for that. Right. You don't want to take the power away from them to make a change. Plus, then you can summarize what they've said, and, and then I always call it check for agreement. Because you want to make sure that what you've summarized and that you're really at the same page as they are. Mm-hmm. All right. And if it's not there, then you say, oh, then I really got it wrong. Help me a little bit more to understand. It's, what if you don't seem to be making yeah. progress? Can we do an example? I'd love an example. Okay, let's do it. Okay, well, okay. okay, that'd be fantastic. Okay, so you just tell me your favorite vacation location and why. Give me two sentences. My favorite vacation location is Greece because I will be going mm-hmm. there next year on a 40th anniversary trip, and I've never been there. Okay. So you are, it, it, it appears that you are really excited about this chance to go to Greece because you've never been there and it's your 40th anniversary. Is yes, that right? Am I right on? You are right on. Is there anything I missed? No. No. Great. Okay. Now tell me about your feeling. It sounds like you're really excited mm. about it. Are you excited? Are you afraid at all? Oh, or? that's a great question. Yeah. Yes, I am afraid. Okay. I, am, I have never traveled internationally ever. Oh. And so my husband and I, you know, there's a lot of safety things and a lot of just logistics. Sure. Um, Mm And we are going on a bus tour. But so, but yes, I am a little bit nervous Mm -hmm. about it. Yes. So then what we could do at this point is talk a little bit more about it. Okay. And see if there's anything. So then we move from listening to understand, summarizing. But if you notice, I check for agreement that way. Okay. And then how did that feel for you? That felt great. Okay, because? Because I mm-hmm. had affirmation yes. of what mm-hmm. I was saying. That's right. So we felt like we connected. We did. Okay. Yes, we yes. felt like yeah. we connected. Yeah. That was, yes. Okay. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, so here's the next piece. Okay. Okay, so first what we did is we worked on content. So we listened to content. Mm-hmm. And, and there are multiple ways that I continue to explore that when I'm doing training and coaching. Okay. But then Great. the second thing we do is we look for feelings because mm. feelings is what moves people. So that's what where where people change. Okay. We want to always remember that it's about them and not us at that point. Okay. All of me is focused on you. I felt that. Okay, you I felt really that? did. Yes. I yes. really did yes. feel. Yes. Yeah. And so yes. I'm not being distracted. Sometimes people will say, well, I'm listening to my, my love when it comes home, but they're reading the newspaper, or they're texting, or they're mm-hmm. on the computer. Then they're really not giving 100%, and mm-hmm. people usually will know that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that's also important, that when we're listening, even for those few moments, that will make the difference in a relationship, okay. to feel connected, to know that that is a treasured moment that will never come again. You're making me really think about communication in a different mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really important in my support group and other mm-hmm. places to approach communication just as how you're describing it. So I want to thank you because that's mm-hmm. that's giving me some more insights on how I can be a more compassionate listener. Mm-hmm. And that's all part of, this is part of what you do with the Shepherd's oh, yeah. Touch. Oh, yeah. That is huge. This is excellent. Good. Uh, my husband is going to be very happy that I'm learning this. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. Good, okay. good. 
So do you have another story or another oh, yeah. situation? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's hear another okay. story. Okay, so here's another one. So now what we did, too, is we just did kind of listening and understanding for the other person. Now there's a point where it's important for us to share. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so, so, and then it helps, though, if we ask permission. But if we can say, you know, I'd like for I'd like to tell you about one of my vacations. Would that be okay with you? Do you have time? Or I would love to hear it. Okay. Yes. So then I could just share, mm-hmm. and then hopefully you would respond in a way that is also a safe place. And since you had modeled that, mm-hmm. it would really be more natural and easier. They may not even realize what they're doing. That's right. In return. That's right. That. Okay. It's it's kind of like you've, nice. you've already modeled it, you've shared, you've cared, and then they are more open to that. Right. Now, if you're trying to resolve a disagreement, this helps big time. Mm-hmm. Because then they, if, if anybody feels validated, then that just is huge. That's important. Okay, second story? Yes. Okay. Let's okay. go. So, I also cared for my uh, beloved parents in my home when they both had different uh, neurological challenges. Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, uh, macular degeneration, and then some pre-cancer. I love my parents, and it was just a wonderful, sacred call. In fact, that's my second book. Oh, I've, great. I've written, okay. and it's called Finding Joy and Caring for Loved Ones, a Sacred Calling. Well, I was the primary caregiver. They live with me in, in, in my home, and uh, so, but I would, would manage all the different caregivers and, oh, that would come into our home. And this was over... A seven-year period okay at different points and so um, when the caregivers would come in and this is important for any organization whether it's a church whether it's a business whether it's a family is to recognize that every single person is made in the image of God yes they have certain gifts certain things they really like certain things they don't like and in the more that we can really um, capitalize and capitalize maybe isn't quite the best word but but on what they love to do, then they will excel at whatever that, mm. that we're asking them to do or mm. that the task requires. And that is huge. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we put people in the wrong roles yes. or ask the wrong things, and they just don't know how to do it. They don't want to do it. They don't like doing it. And, and unless they're just kids and they're just kind of learning the ropes or whatnot, sometimes we, we miss then their calling for that moment in that role. So my caregivers that would come in, I would first also always try to find out out of lots of respect for them as to what they already knew. Some of these caregivers mm-hmm. knew so much more than I did. I mean, they had so much more experience, so I learned from them. The same time, sometimes I would have caregivers come in that didn't know hardly anything about caregiving. And because I had learned from these other caregivers, <laughs> that, that I could share my experience. Yes. And so when I did, though, I would do my best to, to respect them and first find out what they were good at, what they already knew. And that's the same anytime that we're training people, whether it's in a business, in a church, whether uh, I used to be a teacher in the public schools, we'd always find out where the kids were successful, whether it's high school students, whether it's college students, whether it's adults, where are they? and then build on that with success after success. And so what I would also do with the caregivers is identify where they were on a specific task, what they knew, Mm -hmm. and if they were a beginner or if they were already an expert. 
So if they were an expert, then I would say, well, tell me, tell me more, tell right. me, teach me. And if, because uh, they really didn't need a lot of direction. They just mm-hmm. needed me to say, well, you know, by such and such a time, we need to have this done and this done and this done. But for somebody who's a beginner, then what we do is we, we look for ways to be able to be, give them really high direction. Mm-hmm. And, and many of these mm-hmm. concepts I learned early on from being an educator. But we look for ways then to give people high direction and in such a way that they can take it and use it and, and become strong in, and move forward in that. Many times people expect, in fact myself included, that you know when we have a new, new uh, task or goal or skill to learn, man, we're going to get in there and we're going to learn it right away. Yes. But most no. of the time no. in the training, this is another piece <laughs> that I train on, is that most of the time when we're being trained or learning a new skill, there's a point where we, we may want to give up, where we're frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's because we're at a point of being what we call a capable but cautious performer. Capable it's but cautious, cautious performer. performer. And this is Ken Blanchard's word. Okay. And, and he's also a Christian, by the way. Yeah, I've heard the name, yeah. Ken Blanchard. Yes, okay. and he is a nonprofit called Lead Like Jesus, and I'm certified yes. in that too. Um, situational leadership is a course that, that is a beautiful piece of how to educate your, your people in such a way mm-hmm. to move them through that learning cycle as quickly as possible. Okay. That is also another class. I teach all these different courses. Okay. And, and, um, and we'll uh, get a, we'll get a go. link out to your website right. and yeah. I'll, I'll have it on the screen. Also, okay. So okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Patricia, what I'd mm-hmm. like to do now mm-hmm. is let you tell the people listening today about your book, mm-hmm. because I, I know it has a lot of great information in it, and it is called God's Handwriting. Mm-hmm. There. God's Handwriting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Patricia, what is this all about? Well, it's a journey of one simple life that's mine, and a great God, our God. Mm. And it's it's meant to be a relational Bible study. Okay. So, uh, when God gave me the title, it was back in 1988. Oh. And it is now first time published in March of this year, 2023. So it's a dream that I think both God and I had for years. And yes. he just kept on writing stories and stories in my life until they're in there. Mm-hmm. So in this book, um, it's meant so that people will get a chance to first read um, just a short little Bible story or scripture okay. and talk about it. And then to see my story or read my story that kind of applies with the same theme. And then it's a question of what's your story? Oh, And so that great. then you tell and share your own God stories. There are people that are using it as devotionals for uh, couples. Mm-hmm. So husband and wives mm-hmm. are using them to share. And they'll, they will study a chapter a day together. Okay. Uh, I have small groups that are meeting together or just groups of friends that are going through it. And getting a chance to get to know each other better and to feel closer to the Lord. Some people have even talked about that they have uh, been inspired mm-hmm. to write their own uh, mm-hmm. spiritual autobiography. Yes. And, and also to, that they have experienced an inner healing through it. Wow. So I'm very excited about it. I, I do believe it's what God wants um, that one person in particular who wasn't who isn't necessarily necessarily a Christian believer that I know mm-hmm. of, but he he um, 
took the book and he read it and he said, you know, I'm not really one who um, really reads this kind of genre, mm -hmm. but I will read it because I know you and I'll read it for educational content. Oh. And so I called him a couple of weeks later. And I said, well, how's it going? He said, wow. He said, everybody needs to be talking about God. Oh, oh what a blessing. So it really is true that we don't realize how God uh, is seeking to make a difference in his, our lives every moment and to understand what a blessing that is and how close we can become. And God needs us to be close. Yes especially in all the things that are happening in this world today. The more that we know each other, understand each other, and understand God, it's huge. Let me ask mm -hmm. you a question, because I'm sold. Okay. It sounds Yay. awesome. Okay, yeah. And, you know, the, this podcast, the title is Mental Health and Faith, A Closer yes. Look. But mm -hmm. I, I address all kinds of topics and things. Sure. And, and to me, this would fall into a self-care kind of topic, because mm -hmm. with your ministry, the right, things right, that you right. do. Yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, agree. Taking time for those things is self-care. Yes, it is. Um, mm -hmm. But I want to ask, with this book mm -hmm. in particular, yes. or the other book mm -hmm. that you have coming yes. out, hopefully, uh -huh. yes. soon, mm -hmm. um, how would someone who struggles with mental health issues, would they find anything in these books, or how would it be able to help them deal with some of their mental health issues? Well, many times, you know, when we think about mental health, we also want to think about what happened to us growing up. Yes. Oh, As a the family. story. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, so this helps people to really uh, come in touch with some of those places where sometimes they didn't get what they needed or, mm -hmm. wow, God was there and I didn't even see it. And so that helps people in that mental health field. Okay. But if I might go ahead and share about my other Yes, books. please do. So, and by the way, that will be available. That's available on Amazon. Or, yes. But uh, my second book that is uh, now finished and waiting for uh, editing is called Finding Joy and Caring for Our Loved Ones, A Sacred oh, Calling. And I have had two ministry sponsors ask me to write it since I cared for my parents. Mm -hmm. So that particular book is meant to help people make decisions about how to care for loved ones when they're in need of care. And then also to, to look for specific ways they can do it in their home or in their homes. And also some precautions and, and some of the legal issues that are involved. Mm -hmm. So it's a very, and it's just a straight book. It's not a, it's not a Bible right. study. Then my third book um, is called Forgiveness. I'm still working on it. And it will also be a relational Bible study guide. And it will help people to really identify ways to to really go about forgiveness, which so, yeah, is key. it, it yeah. is key to mm -hmm. your right to your mental yes. health. It and is actually. It is. Um, well, mm -hmm. Patricia, I'm just really delighted at the time we've had today, mm -hmm. and maybe when the next book is officially out, you can come back. Yes, and yes. we can we can talk again. Sure, we can share mm -hmm. more of your stories. Yes, things uh -huh. like that. Sure. But thank you so much for being with us today. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And thank you all mm -hmm. who yes. have been listening to the podcast mm -hmm. or watching the, the YouTube show mm -hmm. today. Um, I have information about Patricia. I want you to check it out mm -hmm. because she is a she is an encourager. Um, she mm -hmm. loves Jesus, yes. and you know we all need to have 
strong Christian relationships in our life. And a lot of what she is sharing, I think, is one way we can go about doing that. Mm -hmm. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. This is Carolyn Cooper with In God's Corner Ministry. Please subscribe and be a regular participant in these shows. I would love to hear your comments, questions, and suggestions. You'll find my email and other information in the show notes. Have a blessed day. Again, thank you for joining me.